And welcome, once again, to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and you can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald. And joining me, of course, is my co-host, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. And Matt, of course, you can find on Twitter as well, at GrizzTacoU. And you can find episode, and you can follow us on Twitter, the entire podcast on Twitter as well. At Horizon RT. Uh, before we get started, Matt, I know I had um, we we had a poll, uh, a little programming note, um, Matt, I, and you know this of course because we've discussed this. Uh, we had a poll up on Hori- on the Horizon Roundtable Twitter account, and uh, well, we're we're gonna make this a reality. Uh, so, so starting in the second half of the season, which I believe is January thirtieth. We will be coming at you. We will be coming to you live. That's right, buddy. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Live. After uh, all the games are done, um, we're going to be calling it Horizon Game Night. Um, it'll be myself and also a steady rotation of Matt, as well as Kyle Craven, Mark Weems, and John Parker, and maybe even Carrick Jones. Uh, so definitely stay tuned for that. We'll definitely have a schedule up for uh, when we're gonna, what time, when we're gonna be on, what time we're we gonna be on, and who's gonna be on with me. So, are we gonna record those two so they're also posted? Um, I believe with the, and we haven't determined what we're, how we're going to be broadcasting these out, but yes, yes, they theoretically, yes, they should also be, uh, they also should be recorded. Um, you know, it'll be, uh, you know, they'll put. We don't plan. The plan is to have you know a thirty minute thirty minute broadcast, and that's about it. So that's going to be. Um, I, I don't know what the hell I'm thinking on this one, but <laughs> sure, why not? We're, we're going to go with it, Bob. Uh, so so we so I have done so much over the past. Uh, so we, we have done so much over the past couple of years, just basically just work on the fly. So yes, Horizon Game Night. Wait, uh, look for it. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be definitely having some conversations about this in the next couple weeks, and we will definitely, uh, like I said, we'll, we'll definitely have the lineup and uh, times, and uh, so check local instincts, yep. as, as as the folks would say on television. You know, and, and after games is when I have zero filter, especially when I'm pissed. So that that's just gonna be a a treat, I'm sure. I'm gonna say things I'm gonna regret the following day. It'll be great. You and everybody else. Although Matt, you know, uh, obviously Matt, you won't, be, you will, you you'll be in the rotation with everybody else. So your your rants won't be every time, but I'm sure there'll be enough times that it'll be noticeable. <laughs> That's what I need. The rest of Oakland University the athletic department to not like me. I can't wait. Uh, yeah. So um, so that out of the way. Um, since we're talking about Oakland, we might as well get this out of the way now. <laughs> um, Speaking of Oakland University athletic department not liking me very much, let's talk uh, about. This. All right. Well, they they got finally. I, I I let's start out with the good news first. Um, Oakland finally got Rashad Williams eligible. Yay, the, Rashad! The NCAA finally got their heads out of their asses and decided, hey, he should start playing now. Um. The so, timing of it is kind of stupid, but I'm going to blame that on the NCAA. So, I mean. <laughs> there, there's a whole lot to this. Um, I'm sure there is. Hopefully a lot of you saw my article. That was about the most yes, I Yes, on HorizonRoundTable.com. Yes. And we broke that news seven minutes before Oakland University, so that was cool. Indeed. Go us. Yes. Um, 
basically uh, some things. Zero happen. blowback, which is nice. Love that. What's that? Zero blowback because it was true. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, some things happened behind the scenes um, that caused the NCAA to reevaluate yet again a, a third time. And magically, on this third time, all was better. And he was clear. And uh, the family and Rashad obviously decided, and, and Campy decided that it was better to get him in this year with the bigs um, versus, you know, play or let, let him have the redshirt year. So he's going to lose a year of eligibility through that. So that kind of sucks. But um, he's playing. Um, yeah. I think he's a big component that they need. They just haven't figured out how to use him. And they're trying to make him play like Cleveland State did, where he just shoots all the time. And that's not a good answer. And even his own father was not we'll, happy. We'll t- yeah, well, we'll talk a little bit about that later. I, w- I will say this. It, you know, once the NCAA is kind of a herky-jerky type of deal. It's uh, I, I don't know what their inner workings are, but to say that they're erratic would be a compliment to them. Um, I determined, I, I figured out, and this is non-related, but, um, well, it actually is related. The, the I, I think the moment that I saw, and this was outside of the Horizon League, that I saw that uh, center Euros Plavsic, and I say he's, he's tangential to the Horizon League because Cleveland State had recruited him. He committed to, he committed to, he committed to Cleveland State, and then his the coach he was working with, uh, Drazen's Lavarich, uh, coach handler, whatever the hell you want to call him, magically disappeared from Cleveland State and went over to Arizona State to work for Bobby Hurley, and then Euros Plavsic magically became a four star recruit and signed on with Bobby Hurley, and then Lavarich left Arizona State, so. Euros decided to leave himself and go over to Tennessee, who, who, if I'm not mistaken, who, if I remember correctly, is where Zlovarich actually did his uh, – he was a graduate assistant there. Um, so basically he was following this guy around, and uh, there was actually – and I think I mentioned this in episodes past because Steph Kenich, who actually played for Cleveland State, was involved in this in some way, shape, or form. Um, that That – that basically Euros Plastic, who never met a who never met a school he didn't want to transfer to, that he got his eligibility. That was pretty much the that should have been the beginning of the end for anybody else who's sitting out there in in the gloaming in terms of you know a question mark on their transfer. Because yeah, let's face it, the after that the NCA didn't have a leg to stand on. So the it's not surprising that the next progression of that is Rashad Williams finally getting his eligibility this year. Yeah, I mean, the NCAA screwed up. Um, as I said in the article, this just further pokes holes in the NCAA. It's broken. I mean, we knew yeah. it was broken, but this, this is just out of hand. And I, I hope for going forward that the NCAA has some sort of plan because it, it's just a mess. Of course it is. And it's not, it shouldn't be surprised to anybody that they are because let's face it, you know, you, you know the NCAA has enough issues. Um, they're... Their obvious spotty, their obvious spotty enforcement of anything involving money. Actually, anything involving money that they that they don't get, you're just you know you're you're SOL. Anything else is fine. Domestic violence, you know, sexual abuse, you know, the NCAA doesn't give a rat's ass about. It. But you give somebody five bucks and they're all over your case. So watch out, OBJ. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> By the so, way, and again, it is, it is another non-related uh, Horizon round to Horizon League side note. And I know I didn't watch a whole lot. Of, I, in fact, I didn't watch any of the national championship aid, but I did see kind of the post-game thing. Everything involving Odell Beckham Jr. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. went full Kevin Hart at the Super Bowl, and I tell tell you this now: you never want to go full Odell. Uh, you never want to go full Kevin Hart at the Super Bowl. Look it up. You know what I'm talking about. There you go. You don't never go full Kevin Hart at the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, so now that I've gotten off of like 400 tangents, let, let's let's circle on back over to uh, to Oakland. That did they started good, and then that was it, man. They, you know they 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 started really well at the beginning of the first half of the Green Bay game, and then petered out of there. And then they didn't, you know, they they did really. They started really crappy at the at, at the beginning of the Milwaukee game, and then you know they they did better in the second half, but obviously not well enough. Well, see, I actually disagree. Oakland has started well in the first five to ten minutes of every game in conference play. Even Wright State, they were right there with them ten minutes, you know, halfway through the first half. They yeah. were they they were up on Milwaukee. They. They have been super out of the gate. The problem is, can't be pull some starters, which of course they need to rest. And then the starting five never sees the floor again. And I cannot wrap my head around it. Of course you can't. Why wouldn't you? And can't why wouldn't you? He, he continues to throw players under the bus and talks about how great his assistants are and how they're just not executing as players and blah. He doesn't put the people back on the floor that have gotten them these big leads. They shut out Youngstown State for the first yeah. eight minutes of that game. Uh-huh. And yet, he never went back to what got them to that point. So either he's getting out coached because he can't make in-game adjustments, or he doesn't know how to rotate players and distribute minutes. Whichever it is, it comes back on Campy, and it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, what are you going to do, man? I'm going to do nothing except whine about it on Twitter and here and then talk about the rest of the Horizon League because they seem to have competent coaches where we don't right now. That's in, it's interesting. Yeah, I I can't really weigh obviously I can't weigh on in on this. I just I just see it from an outsider's point of view, I see it's like well, yeah, you had an opportunity to get you had an opportunity to get the sweep in Wisconsin. You didn't get it done. You're now what uh Oakland's now what? 2 and 5 in the conference now. And they're looking up at, you know, they're they're looking up at the rest of the conference, and it, it's getting away from them. I mean, it, here, Bob, this season is Bob, really getting away from them. You know, we we've heard from the beginning, and and I know there's some truth to it. You know, Oakland got rocked by the transfers, blah 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 blah. blah. And we've talked about how other schools did too. Let's play a game, Bob. Real, we'll make it real quick. I'm gonna name a player, and you tell me if they're a Division One player, okay? Uh huh. Xavier Hill Mays. Absolutely. Brad Brechting. Of course. Trey Maddox. Definitely. Rashad Williams. I should know. Absolutely. Uh, Dan Oladapo. Yes. Uh, Kevin Kangu. Where's he been, by the way? I mean, he's he's so he's so hot and cold, it's not even funny. So I would say yes, but I mean, it just is like, where where's, you know, he's, he's hot one day and cold the next. Uh, he's a freshman. We haven't seen a bunch of him, but so far, Madison Monroe. Division one player? Uh, good question. Haven't seen enough of him. Even though he's been starting, haven't seen enough of him. Blake Lampman. 
Uh, the three-point shot is definitely Division One worthy. I don't know about the defense. He got he got burned a couple of times yesterday. Absolutely. My point is, I named you six or seven players that are at least Division One, at least. So I'm sick of hearing the excuse about the transfer portal. The pieces are there. We're not putting them together, and that's not on the players. At some, that it, that's on coaching. The players are there. The talent is there. The rotation too has been kind of uh, well, and this is the weird, uh, and this is the part I'm still trying to understand is that the rotation has been pretty fluid. Aside from FedEx and Brad Brechting, everybody else is kind of a wild card when it comes to who else is starting. That starting rotation has changed more times than, um, yeah, it's it's more cha- It's changed more times than Dennis Rodman's air do. I mean, you can't tell. <laughs> you no, know, if you, if you know if you know who's going to be starting next game, you're smarter than I am. I'm just a dumb fan, so I don't know. All I know is I'm sick of talking about Oakland because they're a bottom two or three team in the league. And there's better teams to talk about. Let's move on because I don't. There's nothing to talk about. Why, why give them more time on on this podcast? That's about the league. They're not worth talking about. Well, uh, I want to actually. Well, I also want to talk about. I want to talk about Milwaukee for a little bit. Okay. Because um, they're confusing as hell. <laughs> I mean, let, let's go from bad to mediocre now. Because sure. Because <laughs> Milwaukee, you see, Milwaukee has the pieces to be a decent team in this conference, and it, it, it's it seems like they're. They're they're good a couple of games and they're really bad a couple more games and good a couple of games and really bad a couple of games. This is it, it was evidence this weekend again. They lose to Detroit Mercy again. Detroit Mercy, you know, they're hard to figure out. I don't know why they're so hard to figure out, but it just seems to me that Detroit Detroit Mercy. Again, I said it last episode. Detroit Mercy has the ability to be this good team, and you've seen flashes of it. And but most of the time, you're not seeing fla- anything about it. But you know, and they you saw it again this you saw it again this weekend against Milwaukee. They almost gave away that game, by the way. Again, they they Surprise. Detroit. Detroit Mercy prides themselves apparently in trying to give away the, some of these wins that they could get. They have the tools to get these wins, and they sometimes they get in their own way, and then and that's what happened to them against Green Bay. They had the they had the ability to get those wins, that win, and sweep Wisconsin, which is hard as hell to do. I don't care what you know, I don't honestly care what kind of teams Milwaukee and and Green Bay are in general. But that trip, for whatever reason, trips a lot of teams up, and they have for many, many years. And Detroit Mercy had the ability to go in there and sweep in Wisconsin, and they didn't do it. They had the ability to. But I want to get back to Milwaukee again, because Milwaukee has been just it, – it, it's been – if you look at any team in the conference, Milwaukee has the ability to beat any one of these teams. And yet – somehow they they just it's just up and down with them and they have the tools they've got uh, you know Tijon Lucas has been a godsend for the Panthers I mean it's been absolutely a great thing Darius Roy absolutely amazing for them but somehow they're still yeah but somehow they're they're still kind of they're they're for they're they're uh, they're I believe they're what four and three in the conference now I think. Wait, yo, no, wait. 
I'm sorry. Are they four and three? Yeah, they're four and three in the conference. Oh, right. Yeah, they're four and three. They're not bad. They're just not great. It's just, okay, they're just kind of blah, like everybody else. I mean, I, that, you but, just said it, like everyone else. And that's well, like key. everybody else. But, but, and they did this at home. And now, and now they get to go to Youngstown State and Cleveland State. Youngstown State, by the way, who hasn't lost at home at all this year, and I don't exactly anticipate them losing this weekend. I don't see them losing it. I, I don't see I in terms of Green Bay and Milwaukee, as good as Youngstown State plays at home. Road we'll get into a little later, but as far as at home at the Beagley Center. I don't want to play there, and I don't think either Milwaukee or Green Bay wants to play there either, because they're liable to get spanked, both of them. They've been very they, good there, that's for sure. But they have, again, Milwaukee and Green Bay, and it's, it's weird because it seems like both of them, the, we talk about Green Bay, we talk about Milwaukee, and it seems like you look at their records, you look at how they've played in the they have played this year, you know, it's a little more significant. The 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 ups and downs are so much more significant. We talk more about Green Bay because their ups and downs are so much more significant. Well, we don't talk about much about uh, we don't talk about Green uh, Milwaukee in that same vein because you know they're either winning by a little or losing by a little, and that's kind of how their their season has gone essentially. Whereas Green Bay. They're either gonna they're gonna win handily or they're gonna get beaten like they stole something, which is stupid. <laughs> which it, it doesn't make any sense because I on paper I see Green Bay as the better team than Milwaukee, but you know what do I know? <laughs> and apparently, what does anybody else know? Because Milwaukee beat Green Bay. It just I mean we we've talked about it. We we have beaten this horse so much. This league is just so average and probably below average, but they're all equally below average. So it's just everybody beating on each other. Wright State slipping here and there. Maybe Northern Kentucky on a run. I'm sure we'll talk about that soon. But, like, oh, yes. you know, Absolutely. Milwaukee and Green Bay, you can, you can swap them. You can swap You really could. And, and, and I didn't think I could say – I didn't think I'd be able to say that this season. Because uh, I, I, rem- I remember vividly in the preseason, I was, I was very up – I, I was very big on Green Bay. I wasn't so much big on Milwaukee. I thought Milwaukee was going to struggle. I thought Green Bay was going to do better than they have. And they're in the same spot. They're in the same exact spot. They're both four and three in the conference. And Milwaukee beat Green Bay. There is two, still two spots open in the top four, which, you know, get those buys and the home games and all that good stuff. And nobody wants to take them. This, this league, no one it's wants a, to It's a them. massive, it was, yeah, it's a massive slap fight between two and ten. I mean, between hey, look, three and ten right now. It really is. UIC sucks. Oh, UIC is going to make a run and play really well all of a sudden. Oh, now UIC sucks again. Hey, look, Oakland looks pretty good. No, never mind. They're no good. Oh, wow, good win from Detroit. Oh, never mind. Now they're going to get followed up with a good loss. Maybe Cleveland State's making a run. Maybe not. Here we Like, it just continues. It's it's crazy. Youngstown State, awesome at the Beagley Center. Leaving the Beagley Center, not so much. (laughs) It does. I just, I don't know. I don't know anymore, Bob. What do I, I got nothing. (laughs) I got nothing. I always have something to say. I don't know what to say anymore. I'm just, someone get me to March. Let's play a conference <laughs> tournament. Can we just scrap the second half of this? This is stupid. Everybody get to Indiana. Let's just play, you know, let's pull names out of a hat and just do this. 
Yeah, might as I mean, might as well. It's better than the, better than what's actually happening, which is you don't know who's going to be here in the first place. I mean, and it's and it's absolutely true because you look at the standings right now. You've got and and we'll again we'll talk about we'll talk about Northern Kentucky in a minute. But you look at the standings and you see you absolutely see <laughs> it, it's you know between four and I mean, nobody's kind of distanced themselves. Between, oh, I mean, it's it's insane. It, it's absolutely insane because I'm looking at the standings right now. As it stands at this moment in time, you have at four and three, you have Youngstown State, Milwaukee, and Green Bay. Three and four, you have UIC and Cleveland State all of a sudden. UIC all of a sudden found them. Uh, yeah. And we haven't even talked about UIC, UIC's upset against Wright State yet. And I, I, you had a feeling that was coming because I've been. How many times in this on this podcast have I called Jordan Blunt, Loudon loves kryptonite. How many times have I said it on this con- podcast? Plenty. And plenty. And what happened? And what happened between Wright State and UIC? The yep. the guards the the backcourt that is, that I've been arguing is is the the UIC backcourt which I've been arguing is the best backcourt in it should it, I on paper is the best backcourt in this conference showed up friggin Jordan Blunt was Loudon loves kryptonite and Michael and yeah and Michael Diggins had an outstanding game and yeah and that's what happened I mean it's just UIC gives. For whatever reason, as bad as good or bad as UIC has been all season, UIC is and uh, has given right state fits, and they've been giving right state fits for years. And this and this last game was no different. No different. I think, I think what that'll come down to is that when they do finally see each other and it matters most in a conference tournament or something, it comes down to coaching. And well, not a big Steve McLean X's and O's kind of guy, so. You know, I think Wright State will end up getting them, but yeah, they they have had their number a lot. Yeah, I mean, and and it's funny because now you see UIC at three and four, and all of a sudden, I, I still I still maintain that I still maintain that Steve McClain is gone after this year, but now it's like okay, now the now these excuses of well he didn't have all of his players until the end of end of December now. These start to be. They start to permeate and start to. Now that they're three and four, they're you know people can start whispering and saying, "Hey, well maybe they're not this bad. Maybe that maybe there is some. Maybe there is a little something to the fact that he didn't have you know that that he didn't have Marcus Adi and Tarkus Ferguson and Junton Blunt for for stretches of this non-conference season. Maybe that's the case. Maybe he yes, Steve McLean. If Steve McLean's job is going to get saved. It's gonna get it's gonna get saved by those maybes that you know that would have saved Dennis Felton last year had he not you know basically had his entire it had his entire roster you know pretty much mutiny on him. <laughs> but it's true. It's absolutely true. I mean, yeah, never never underestimate the power of, of yeah, never estimate the power of the possibility. And by the way, I'd like to point out, I know we keep talking about two through ten. Let's just call it two through nine because IUPUI is just yeah no. <laughs> well, but right, but then at the same time they turned around and they slapped Green Bay earlier, like you know, just like the one game they win. Yeah, you, you IUPUI wins one game. 
But they didn't just win it. They slapped them around. It was just like, what the hell are we watching? You know? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's and again, that's why Green Bay, Green Bay's roller coaster is clearly much more exciting than anybody else's roller coaster. It's basically and, and anybody who's a fan of you know amusement parks. Obviously, up until very recently, I lived in close proximity to Cedar Point. Green Bay is the Green Bay is the millennium force of of the of the Horizon League's roller coaster. That's what they are. Just you know, hundred miles an hour just scares the crap out of you. Well, Oakland, <laughs> Oakland's what, taking the role of the demon drop right now and just dropping out on everything. So, well, uh, you, uh, you, de- wow, demon drop. How? When's the last time you went to see your point, man? They don't have demon drop anymore. They oh, I know. It was like years. I was there like two years ago. I'm not a big roller coaster person, actually, but uh, but I know that's a thing, or was a thing. It was a thing. Demon Drop was a thing, and I don't know what happened to Demon Drop, but they got rid of it because they had to get another. They had to throw another five roller coasters in there, so that was yeah. So that's what they did there. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of what's going on. Yeah, I mean, it's a you know. Yeah, basically, IUPUI would be the mine ride, which is basically this really slow roller coaster that bores that you know basically nobody's really interested in unless they you know unless they're really afraid of going anywhere near the other other of the other roller coasters. <laughs> so, but yeah, and by the way, anybody, yeah, and by the way, um, Gary, you know, anybody who's like, I'm sorry, folks, I, I don't, I'm not very verbose in any of the Six Flags roller coasters. So anybody in the, you know, the Illinois, anybody from, you know, Illinois or Wisconsin who's listening to this, sorry, guys, you're just shit out of luck. I don't know any of those roller coasters. <laughs> I'm just going with what I know, guys. Mine ride is bad. Mine ride is <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Let me translate uh, it. Mine ride bad. Mine ride. Millennium Force, good. Uh, they, I'm trying to remember if they still have the mine. I'm gonna have to look that up at the end of the podcast because the mine ride. I'm gonna have to figure. Yeah. So, so yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure you guys all had comparisons to Cedar Point roller coasters on your Horizon Roundtable bingo cards today. <laughs> and yet somehow this is actually more entertaining than talking about the Horizon League because it's, it's just not. <laughs> IUPUI is the mine ride. <laughs> Perfect comparison. So let's talk about. Let's go ahead and talk about uh, talk about uh, Northern Kentucky because I think Northern Kentucky has finally gotten their act together, more or less. And I say yeah. more, yeah, more or less, because we're talking about you know they basically dominated the weekend. So and, I. Oh, go ahead. Finish. Finish that thought. No, 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 no. You go. You go ahead. I said this on Twitter. I have to say it here as well. I had Northern Kentucky in my bottom three. I, th- I think I had them seventh in my preseason. Uh, yes, yeah, seventh. You did mention seventh. I had seventh, and I had said that I there was no doubt in my mind that Tyler Sharp could not carry a team. He's a piece I would love on my team, but I saw no way that he could carry a team. Um, so I happened to be tuned in. Um, was that Thursday when he hit his 1,000th point? Um, and Northern Kentucky just rocked everything this weekend. I have admitted I was wrong. Northern Kentucky is a top two, maybe three team, but probably top two team of this league. Tyler Sharp oh, is a fir- is a first teamer this year. Absolutely. He has shown that he can carry it because through all the injuries and everything, he has kept that team consistent. Okay. And, and Tyler Sharp, if you actually listen to this, I have said it. You, you liked it. You've seen it. But I'm sorry. You're good. <laughs> there it um, is. You know what? 
and I, I actually I will take that actually one step further. With all the injuries that have happened to all the star to a lot of the star players in this league, you can actually you could theoretically make an argument for Tyler Sharp as player of the year. You can make that argument at this point. I think you can make an argument at this point in time for him. I'm not going to argue it. You could you could definitely you can make a viable argument for him because you know you know we had a conversation about Dantes Walton. He's still hurt. Loud and Love has his has his injuries. He's back now, obviously in a big way. But the you talk about the consistency and the consistency consistently good has been Tyler Sharp specifically in the conference though, during the conference schedule. I mean, he dropped thirty. What did he drop? Thirty three on Youngstown State on Thursday. He dropped thirty three on Youngstown State. He had eighteen points against Cleveland State in the first half, and then you know. He, you know, I and then he obviously got a rest because you know that game was pretty much well in hand. Um, but yeah, you could you look at you look at Tyler Sharp's stats right now, and it's 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 plausible. You could plausibly he's definitely a first team guy. He's yep. definitely a first team guy. You can start making the argument for him as player of the year because you know any of the other guys. I mean, you're you're not gonna like as you as we've talked about previously. You you can't make an argument for an Antoine Davis whose team is two and five and still my and still you know still kind of mired at the bottom of the conference. You can you know same thing. You could say the same thing about Xavier Hill Mays. He's oh, he's having not a great the player of the year. No, no, don't even no. Get out of here. He's not. He's not. He's not. But yeah, exactly. But who else is left? I mean, you know, again. Love is, you know, love is coming back. He's got the, you know, you, you, he's still, you know, technically Loudon Love is still the front runner, although I would discount that, you know, the, that time he was out. But when you look at everything else, you look at the body of work, it's it's looking more and more. Tyler Sharp can make an argument. He's got 16 and a half on the seasons, um, you know, and a lot of that has come recently. He's just, he's holding that a team together as they yeah. As they keep winning, as the it's team, that intang- better, it's really that. In- I mean, it is that intangible. It, I'm glad you brought that up because it's in. It's that intangible. It's that intangible that really kind of sets him above everybody else. Because you look at you look at Wright State with Loud and Love. Loud and Love hasn't had to go through. Loud and Love hasn't had to go through the injuries. Well, he's had to go through the injuries to himself, but not necessarily him. You know, you know, he, you're not you're not having that conversation. He, he, he's not. You're not having that conversation. And by the way, Tyler Sharp at sixteen and a half points is actually fourth in the league in scoring now, behind Antoine Davis, Marcus Burke, and and Amari Davis. Amari Davis, who uh, who still is probably the uh, Amari Davis, who I still think is the front runner for, for freshman of the year. Although Tanner Holden is beginning to make a very solid argument on his behalf, but you look at, you know, but you look at his, you know, you look at Tyler Sharp as in, in terms of his body of work. I think you could definitely make that argument that he, and again, how he, you mentioned how he's held that team together. During all the down, during all the downtime, and and you could definitely make an argument that he is, you know, he could definitely be that guy. If I had a vote right now, that would be my vote. 
Yeah. I don't blame you. I mean, I, I don't get a vote. Why don't Why don't we get a vote as a Horizon <laughs> roundtable? We got to work on that. We follow We follow the Horizon League closer than probably three quarters of the people that vote. Oh, and we're gonna follow it even closer starting the second half of the season. So yeah, <laughs> we got to work on that. Well, okay. Well, good luck. It probably pains them. Uh, come on, it it probably pains them that we're you know we're doing this much. <laughs> it's like yeah. you know. We literally have all these representatives, uh, uh, all these all these individuals, all these members of the media who could represent the Horizon League well, and the per- the the two guys who are doing it the most are me and you. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I'm not. <laughs> Deal with it. That's what I say. Deal with it. <laughs> I want to vote. I I want to vote. Yeah. So, all right. So, so those of you listening, there you go. Um, make the argument, and you know, sell sell the vote. Uh, you know, give it. You know, vote. Uh, you know, give give us the. You know, lobby to get us the vote because we're not going to be able to do it on our own. Because let's face it, we're we're not the we're not we're definitely not in we're we're definitely not in the conferences. Good graces, necessarily. We're just two idiots that talk online. Great. Yes, that's correct. But we do it better than anybody else, apparently. <laughs> hey, Anne, again, kudos to, to to our team. We we broke a story. That was fun. That was very nice. Yes, I bet I was. I be, yes, that we did do that. So yeah. And by the way, I mean, and I know this is gonna, you know, we we've been talking about this, and I know, um, as far as as far as horizonroundtable.com is concerned i know we we put together uh, by the way i i know the the way the league is playing is broken john parker that's why he hasn't done the power rankings lately it just it just it broke him i hope you're happy horizon league you broke john parker oh <laughs> what how what is wrong with you people come on but yeah i mean but but you see what we're, you know, and you know, I'm I'm just gonna get on my soapbox and do the sales pitch now. Um, you see what we're doing, you know, we we're we're getting into as as a as a site as a platform. Um, you may not agree with us all the time. You may think we're like Matt says we're two idiots, you know, two idiots recording. I'm just but, a dumb fan. I say it all the time. I'll keep saying it because it's true. But at the same time. We're do we're 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 giving you guys you know we're we're putting out there what not a lot of people are, which is you know which is content on the Horizon League. I would think that the the conference itself would be happy about that. I mean, or probably happier if it wasn't us. <laughs> we are covering a bottom fifteen league in the nation better than than most like top. 12 like leagues get covered it's it's stupid but here we are yeah but at the same and also i'd like to point out the fact that you know we are you know and and i put when i put together horizon around it when when i you know we moved the when we moved the site over um from from our old host sports hacks just to our standalone site um I didn't. I just intended just to have the just to have the podcast, and then of course my, you know, my brain started working, and you know, obviously it was a, you know, I started thinking of other things like, oh, what else can we do here? I've got all this space. I have all this bandwidth. Let's have some fun. So I mean, that's where the content comes from, and that's you know the written content. That's why we got a John Parker here. That's why we've got you know. That's why that's why Matt can you know 
come in and you know write whatever you know write what he what you know come in and write Matt, Matt, Matt's not even a journalist and he broke the whole the Matt's not even a journalist and he broke the whole Antoine uh Antoine Jesus uh the whole Rashad Williams thing <laughs> for the record everybody I had that story four days earlier and had to hold on to it and it was killing me I know it was killing me killing but yeah I mean but I see I think you guys see where I'm going with this I mean I I'd like to you know uh, not to say that the horizon, the horizon roundtable, the whole experience, and now we're getting into, and we're gonna get into live stuff because I'm insane because <laughs> I it. clearly have too much time on my hands. But, but I think you, I think you guys kind of see where we're going with this, where we want to have, you know, we, we want to give, you know, we want to give everybody kind of the full experience. Yes, is it a crappy experience? Yeah, probably, but. <laughs> yeah probably it's like going it's like going to king's island when you really wanted to go to cedar point but at least you're still in an amusement park and at least they have the beast i like the beast i don't know what the hell else they got over there but they got the beast i don't either i really just wanted to continue the uh the amusement park theme on the day oh god <laughs> at least you're not a giaga lake which by the way doesn't exist anymore it's a gigantic hole in the ground in Portage County in Ohio. So, um, anyway, <laughs> you guys are, but but you guys kind of see where we're going with this. I mean, and I and and I I I hate to sound like a freaking salesman on this one, but I I, I really want it, to. It's we. I'm looking at sustaining this. Um. Eventually, I'd like to get to a point where we can pay our writers. We don't do that. That's shitty. I hate not doing being able to do that. I really do. That would be cool. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, you know, I, you know, have a guy like you know, have a guy like John Parker, you know, cranking out stuff for us, and I can't do anything for him. I feel like an idiot for doing that. I feel like, you know, and, and, and it's funny, you know, when you see a bunch of places that just don't, you know, don't have that kind of conscience. <laughs> I mean, seriously, the streets are lined with, you know, the streets are lined with sites like that. I don't want to be that site. So, um, and we'll probably have a conversation about this moving forward collectively, but I'd like to get to a point where, you know, we can do some things, you know, we can, do some things that you know help us sustain what we've done and expand even more. I mean, I think that's and I think that's kind of been the challenge. So, all right, I'm off the soapbox. <laughs> I want to talk about um, I'm off that soapbox, but I want to talk about uh, I want to talk about Wright State too because Wright State obviously Wright State. Uh, we told we mentioned that Wright State was going to have the hiccup. They're going to not go 18-0 in the conference. If you had told me it was going to be UIC delivering that blow, I would have said, yes, that's likely because Jordan Blunt is loud and loves kryptonite. And then they turn around and you know, they turn around this weekend and they're, they're back in it. They're they're still up top, number one. Um, Youngstown State gave them a... Youngstown State gave him a gave him a good run, but in the end, the, in the end, Wright State was just too much. So now we're at a point. So now, so this is kind of be the you know this weekend is gonna be the 
I, I think the test, because I know I know another Kentucky fan is has been waiting for this. They they wait for this annually, twice a year. Circle it on their calendars. Wright State. There it is. And that and, and Wright State is next week. Yay, I love this matchup. Wright State is, yeah. It's gonna be honestly, I, I'm looking for I mean I'm looking actually forward to this more this year than I did last year, even though, let's be honest, last year was more of a, you know, clash of the titans kind of thing as opposed to um, this year seems more like a David and Goliath type of deal um, just because, you know, just because of the fact that Northern Kentucky is still without Dantes Walton. Um I, as I understand, it's projected that Dantes Walton is absolutely not going to be ready for Wright State. Um, I will say this, and I didn't mention this earlier, but obviously Trevon Faulkner did outstanding against uh, uh, outstanding against Cleveland State too. I mean, he, he just—I think he got had 28 points or something like that. He he killed them. Of course, Cleveland State. Yeah, Cleveland State didn't. Yeah, they. <laughs> Cleveland State. We do defense. We do good defense. How's your offense? We do good defense. They remember they were Cleveland State. That's really what happened. Oh, man. Uh, I can't wait till next year when they have some actual shooters on this team because right now their offense is just not good. I mean, the defense is great, but, man, you can only do but so much with that defense, man. (laughs) You can only do but so much with that. That's when you should look at a team like Wright State who's got both sides of it covered. Yeah, they really do. And, and. You're absolutely right, and that's exactly what they did. They, they, yeah. There, there's a reason that Wright State's the best defense in the conference. One of the best defenses in the conference. Do you know what bums me out about the matchup this week? There's only really, actually, I'm actually, and and that actually is a bold faced lie too, because they're not, Wright State is actually not the best defense in the conference. Northern Kentucky is the best defense in the conference, and now they're going up against a Wright State team that averages 80 points a game. With Loudon Love, with Billy Wampler, with Trayvon, uh, Trevon Hall, with um, with Cole Gentry, with Tanner Holden. I mean, yeah, it's going to be kind of an yeah. Again, it like I said, not so much. Again, not so much a Clash of the Titans as more of a David and Goliath type of deal this year. Because you got because you know you don't have the you don't have you're not going to have the Loudon Love Drew McDonald matchup and you also have uh, obviously you have the changing of the guard in terms of coaching but it's still going to be a one-two matchup as you know and for all the speculation and all the prognostication that we've done over the course of the last uh, you know what five months it's still it's still one number one right state number two northern kentucky after all that right right back where we started Right back where exactly, right back where we started. We, thought, just gonna, for, we uh, thought for sure we were going to see some surprises. We thought UIC was going to be better. We thought Green Bay was going to be better. We thought we could make an argument for both of those teams. We thought we could, we might see a surprise. But in the end of the day, game nine for Wright State is going to be against number two Northern Kentucky. I am looking forward to the battle all week. Between Valhalla Vanguard and uh, Barstool uh, Wright State, which seems to be Wright State's only real trash hockey Twitter that I can find consistently. So I'm looking forward to that match. 
Always. Well, also too, and, and also too, I'm sure that you know that Northern could that this will also be the uh, this will also be the semi. Uh, this will also be the uh, point in time where, as uh, because as we know, obviously we have Ricky Redner on literally every fan forum uh, uh, representing Wright State. This is where he's going to catch an ungodly amount of crap, even though you know just because of the fact he's been on this podcast as a fan representative to Wright State, just just for that reason alone. Let, let's fire up the Twitters, folks. Let's get battling. That's that's the good stuff. That would be nice too. I mean, yeah. I mean, they and, and they'll do it too. I guarantee you. This is where you know. This is where some of the yeah. This is where where it would be. I don't know. Yeah. In Northern Kentucky being will will be combative and it will be glorious and I will enjoy that. At least I'm buckled up. I'm ready. I'm I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to to it myself. So, um, so with that, um, let's go ahead and close out the show. Um, as always, and we've I can't believe we spent like what did we spend like five minutes talking about this freaking site? I mean, this freaking site like I'm like it's not my private site. <laughs> Horizonroundtable.com. That's where we're at. Um, you can find uh, you can find episodes of the Horizon Roundtable. Uh, or wherever podcasts are found up to now, and by the way, they, we are on Pandora now, so that didn't take very. Thankfully, that didn't take very long because I would have just annoyed you. So, so we're on, so we're back on pretty much all pot. I mean, again, if there's a if there's a podcast app I've never heard of, I'm gonna get to it. <laughs> if podcasts are found, I'm gonna put the Horizon Roundtable there. <laughs> So, um, and, and your Amazon and Google devices, obviously you can call it, call up episodes of the horizon around table, by the way, I also like to point out the fact that if you have an iHeartRadio or Spotify channel on your Roku device or your Amazon, uh, what is it? Um, <clears throat> what, what is it? Amazon fire. That's it. Uh, or your Amazon, maybe even Google TV. I don't know. You can actually pull it up on your TV. Cause I was doing that the other day. I actually did that today. Well, that's it, it works. TuneIn doesn't work for some reason. TuneIn doesn't have the podcast. We are we're on TuneIn for our podcast, but not it's not on the it's not on the Roku channel, so which is kind of head scratching, but it's whatever. So yeah, we're everywhere. So you know this. You've you have you have listened this long, so you obviously know where we are. Go tell a friend. So Okay. Uh so that's gonna be it. And uh thank you for listening.